The intricate game of love and manipulation often blurs the line between them, leading people to cross them unwittingly. This is probably one of the earliest cases I have researched in the realm of true crime murder cases, dating back to the pre-World War I era. On the morning of March 2, 1917, the public was jolted by the news of a gruesome domestic violence incident. While the case seemed pretty ordinary at first, the perpetrator's past gradually revealed a disturbing obsession, transforming the incident from a mere act of violence into a game of fetish and manipulation. Before I start this case, I want you guys to make a note that this case is at least a hundred years old. So we are talking about the time when there was no such thing as crime scene protocols, no forensic advancements, no computerized data, nothing. The details of the case are graphic, so listeners' discretion is advised. Hi, I'm Thanvi, and today we are going to Japan again. On the morning of March 2, 1917, a man in his late 20s contacted a doctor, expressing concerns about his wife's deteriorating health and requesting urgent assistance. The doctor hurried to the residence and began examining the body of a young woman. As a medical professional, he was accustomed to treating severe injuries, but what he encountered left him shaken to his core. Spread out before him on a futon was the body of 23-year-old Yone Yahagi shrouded by a blanket as soon as he lifted the covering he was appalled by the shocking state in which he found her Yone had burns and scars all over her body some of them were fresh while others were old her fingers and toes had been amputated the doctor asked Sukechi about the wounds and how they happened but he remained silent He could deduce that the wounds were not caused naturally nor were they caused due to an accident. The doctor decided to treat the young lady first before asking any other questions. And by the time he was done, he knew he had to call the police. The state in which Yone was found easily indicated that she was in grave danger. The police apprehended Sukechi, who stood by his innocence and denied any wrongdoings against Yone. While being taken into custody, law enforcement officers searched his entire house and found a small sword and a gimlet among other objects, suggestive of their use as a weapon to inflict harm on Yone. On the 4th of March, 2 days after Yone's discovery, she succumbed to her injuries. With her body in their possession, the police were in a position to proceed with a thorough investigation and perform an autopsy. the results of the autopsy left the media stunned it was revealed in the autopsy that yone had sustained between 22 to 23 scars throughout her body with three wounds on each side of her groin additionally she was missing three toes and two finger having lost her fourth toe on her left foot and her second and pinky toe on her right foot 
her left hand were also missing her fourth and pinky finger which were amputated at the second joint and that's not all the statement okuchi sukechi's wife was engraved on her back and right arm it was pretty clear that sukechi had brutally abused and murdered his wife the police had ample evidence to arrest him on these charges and were prepared to detain him indefinitely the media and the public had already pronounced him guilty of the crime however if that were the end of the story the episode should end now right not really yumiori shimbun an esteemed daily newspaper established in 1874 published an article related to the case the article was quick to conclude that tsukechi was consumed by a madness of jealousy which drove him to commit unspeakable acts against his wife the article states quote sukechi is a cruel and jealous by nature and every time he remembered yone's past he would get his anger out on her he would bind her limbs with thin cords gag her with towels and use a knife on her exposed skin he started by amputating her big toes and even label her as his wife he would brand her with burnt tongs as sukechi oguchi's wife He was so violent that Yune was living an eternal hell until her death. Unquote. As the investigation progressed, a startling revelation turned the case on its head. Sukechi's confession shattered the carefully constructed timeline and evidence gathered by the police with his claims that Yune had compelled him to commit such heinous acts. Sokuchi and Yone met each other 4 years before this entire ordeal went down in Asakusa district of Tokyo. It was February of 1913 where Sokuchi ran an odin stand and Yone worked as a maid. In Japanese societies, maids have long been an integral part of the culture. Currently when visiting Japan, one can find plethora of maid cafes, also known as cosplay restaurants. where maids cater to your needs however back in 1913 maids were in high demand a well of family in japan during that era was expected to have at least two maids and possessing maids was more of a status symbol i am uncertain of the exact nature of yone's employment after researching the articles it was apparent that she was employed as a maid however There was no indication of her place of work or employer. Furthermore, one article suggested that she may have worked as a prostitute in addition to her role as a maid, utilizing the same costume and title interchangeably. In any case, it was Yone who took the first step and approached Sukechi, but he ignored her advances. To further complicate matters, Sukechi was already married and had a child. but yone persisted in pursuing him relentlessly he ultimately relented and decided to abandon his wife and child to be with yone hoping for a lifetime relationship with her yone invited him to stay in a hotel or an inn where they slept together sukechi felt remorseful for staying with her because he already had a wife but after spending numerous nights sleeping with her and being with her he forgot about everything It was December 1913 when they decided to rent a room at a general store at Imado Cho and started living there. 
not long after sukichi found that yune was having an affair with their neighbor who lived right next door i don't have a name for him but from what i read he was said to be a very cruel and violent when he was with yune which helped yune discover her masochistic tendencies as she enjoyed that pain and suffering and so she wanted to experience it often and often to rid yune of the abusive neighbor sukechi paid a large sum of money and naively thought that he did yune a favor by saving her from such a cruel man there was no change in yune's behavior as she continued to sleep with various men and ask for forgiveness from sukechi every time apologizing for committing such a sin this pattern persisted even after they moved to different cities and yune continued to seek out other partners rather than being with sukechi after her death it was widely speculated in media and among the public that whatever sukechi did it was an act of punishment for yune being unfaithful to him but as i mentioned before everything changed when sukechi began to speak he stated that whatever he did he did it because yune asked him to whenever sukechi denied causing her that pain she would threaten to leave him and knowing how much sukechi valued yune in his life he gave in every time he never wanted to lose her so he complied with all the demands she made as per the coroner's report yune's demise was caused by the injuries inflicted upon her however the report also pointed out that there were no signs of defensive wounds on her body despite the wounds on her groin being lined up with precision this suggested that she made no effort to defend herself despite several opportunities to do so yune was not restrained or confined to the house and could have easily reported the abuse to someone yet she never spoke out even as the situation deteriorated moreover there were no visible signs on sukechi's body indicating that she had not fought back the absence of rope marks on her wrists and ankles also ruled out the possibility of her being bound once sukechi confessed to causing her harm willingly police began delving into their respective backgrounds after spending their time researching the two of them it was clear that yune was the dominating figure in the relationship it may not be accurate to describe their relationship as that but it was clear that yune managed to manipulate sukechi every time she would make a mistake in february 1917 a month before sukechi's desperate plea for help yune made an unusual request to her husband she asked him to brand her with a mark indicating that she belonged to him and would never be tempted by any other man so with heated tongs sukechi complied and imprinted oguchi sukechi's wife on her back but this wasn't enough for yone as she demanded that sukechi should imprint her again using the same words on her arm so that she could see it and then once again for the third time because she could not see that mark on her arm when she fell asleep despite the obvious red flags sukechi foolishly accepted his wife's wishes and branded her 
yet again on her right arm. According to Sukeji, Yonin never voiced any objections about the injuries he inflicted upon her, even when he burned her with hot tongs and gagged her mouth with a towel. She remained silent. She went so far as to express that the pain he inflicted felt more soothing than moxibustion or Chinese acupuncture. When asked about those three missing toes and two fingers, Sukechi admitted that Yone asked him to cut those off her hands. He tried to argue with her, saying that her right hand was the prominent one. But that didn't stop her. She decided to take matters in her own hand, placed her hand on a cutting board and started trying to amputate her finger. But it did not work ultimately. So she begged Sukechi to do it for her. And so he did. He took a hammer and a saw, placed the finger beneath the saw and brought the hammer down on it, amputating the finger. Sukechi denied doing the same to the toes though. By now, because of all her wounds, there was a rancid smell around her as her wounds were infected due to the lack of treatment and she had stopped visiting the local bathhouse. Now, a bathhouse is a communal facility where both men and women can cleanse themselves. Due to the lack of bathrooms in many households, people frequently visited these to clean themselves and relax. Nona was fine, by the way. She was not worried about the pain at all. She asked Sukechi to start cutting her thighs next. She again threatened him, this time stating that if he decided not to do it, that would mean that he doesn't want to stay with her anymore. This would repeat till 2nd March 1917, when Sukechi would finally call the doctor to help Yone. And after all the pastoring, the begging, the pain and the suffering, Yone ultimately died two days after the first call was made to the doctor. Despite her departure, Sukechi was still not on clear ground. Even if he did conduct those actions at someone else's command, he was still guilty of causing harm to Yone, which ultimately caused her death. The entire story, from Sukechi's point of view, was enough to close the investigation. Whatever Sukechi did, the police and public found it hard to believe. There were no discrepancies or contradictions found in his statement, leading to him being charged with manslaughter instead of murder. He was sentenced to 10 years in prison. However, he was never convicted because on 23rd December 1918, Sukechi died of a cerebral hemorrhage or brain bleed before the verdict even came out. The timeline of the study is unclear, but a renowned sexologist, Tetsu Takahashi, claimed that Yone did not start as a masochist. She liked how her unsatisfied desires were satisfied with violent masochism and maybe she found joy annoying Sukechi also. By hurting and getting hurt physically, the two confirmed their love for each other and maybe that's the reason why Yone and Sukechi's act of love escalated. Another psychological evaluation concluded that Sukechi was stubborn and deficient in judgment. Hence, his willingness to comply with Yone's requests without firmly rejecting them. 
to be very honest i thought of this case as a decent murder mystery but i was wrong yone's crafty tactics and sukechi's naivety left me feeling annoyed and agitated at times it is difficult not to wonder if sukechi could have avoided his fate had he recognized the toxicity of the relationship and stood up against yone's demands and spared both their lives Thank you for listening to this episode of Shades of Macab. If you want to hear more about true crime stories, be sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening. You can also find images related to the cases covered on the podcast on our Instagram at Shades of Macab. Follow us on social media to receive updates on other episodes and let us know if there's a case you want us to cover. Shades of Macab will be back next week. Till then, take care and be safe.